afternoon, good evening, everyone out there listening in Radio Land. This is TitanRadio.org, T-I-R Fullerton, and this is your news director, informational programming director here, Danny Hogger, here on Titan Radio for my very first main voyage here at Cal State Fullerton, California State University Fullerton. Welcome in to Titan News. I am your host, Danny Hogger, and thank you so much for being with us. Titan News time is 5.30. I apologize in advance for the lack of maidens on my maiden voyage. Well, I'm your brand new informational programming director here. I'll be making my name known quite a few places, hopefully, around Titan Communications, and I plan to dedicate a lot of time and effort into contributing to the growth of the fantastic programs we have here at Cal State Fullerton. Right off the bat, I would like to acknowledge and thank everyone who's helped incorporate me into the station this semester. Professor Bentley, Iraj, and Aaron, the Titan Radio GM, all had a big part to do with bringing me here, and I'm glad to be here, a new transfer student. I am a junior here at Cal State Fullerton, as we just hit 5.30 at the bottom of the hour. If I can, I'd like to tell you a bit about myself and a bit about what Titan News is going to be this semester. My name's Danny Hogger. I'm from the Central Valley. That's right, what we know as the 209. And all of you are like, what? 209? What's, what's this guy talking about? That's where I'm from, Stockton, California. That's where my story started, up in the Central Valley of California and moved up to Lodi about a year ago, St. Mary's High School in Stockton. And I'm um, 20 years old. Uh, for the past year and a half, I was at a small school in the Bay Area, whoop, whoop, San Rafael, California. That was Dominican University of California, where I am a radio TV film major here. Uh, big emphasis on the radio broadcasting. I worked for a year and a half as a sports director at radio.dominican.edu, a station which I will not mention again. Don't worry. And also worked uh, for a little bit at broadcast station 1140 KSTN in Stockton, where I was the uh, producer for the Stockton Lightning football, the Oakland A's baseball. And I worked for the Stockton Ports for a couple years as well. So that's just a little bit about me. I uh, like a large variety of music from the 90s alternative and today modern rock. Play guitar, play bass. If you'd like more of my music, you can go to myspace.com slash dhx. And with that, we'll get into the program. It's called Titan News. This will be the flagship news station here for titanradio.org. I'm glad to be a part of it. We're going to cover a lot of things here. We're going to cover local, regional, national news, everything really that's in your best interest to know, we're going to cover here on Titan Radio. We're going to talk about offbeat news, some things that are going on around campus, as well as some funny stories, you know, things that you can tell your friends and families, have a little laugh. Mostly just cover all the things that you should be aware of as a college student, or, you know, just around general information and knowledge, things that are going on in today's world. We're going to be back in just a minute with today's updates. Titan News Radio time is 5.32. This is Danny Hogger. We'll be right back in just a moment. And Titan News time is 5.32. I told you just one moment. I didn't say how long that moment was. It's a funny thing about a moment, indefinite amount of time. We'll start things off with regional news today from our Titan Radio News Stories. I am Danny Hogger. OC firefighters are headed to San Bernardino to battle the blaze that's going on there. Five local strike teams and 30 fire engines are involved. More than 100 Orange County firefighters have been deployed to help in fighting wildfires that have blazed through tens of thousands of acres and forced the evacuation of nearly 2,000 people in San Bernardino and San Diego counties. Five Orange County strike teams, as well as support staff from both the County Fire Agency and City Fire Departments in Huntington Beach, Anaheim, Orange, Garden Grove, Santa Ana, Laguna Beach, Fullerton, Costa Mesa, 
and Newport Beach have joined the effort to contain blazes in the San Bernardino National Forest near Big Bear, as well as the town near Julian in San Diego County, according to OC Fire Authority spokesman Captain Stephen Miller. Orange County also contributed 30 fire engines to the effort, Miller said. The 102 Orange County firefighters are among 700 firefighters battling flames that were first reported on Friday. The larger San Bernardino fire, called the Butler 2 fire, burned 15,433 acres of dense, dry brush in the San Bernardino National Forest and 12% contained as of yesterday, 7 p.m. But revised the figure after nighttime infrared mapping showed a smaller fire than what was actually reported. So that was a little bit of a break for the firefighters out there. About 340 residents were under mandatory orders to leave the Fonskin area and another 1,200 voluntarily left their homes in the resort community of Green Valley Lake, Forest Service spokeswoman Carol Beckley said. However, cooler temperatures were expected to aid firefighters Sunday, that was yesterday, and the fire was headed in a direction northwest, away from the homes, Beckley said. So getting a bit of a break from Mother Nature there is always a help. The fire was at least 10 miles from the nearest desert community. Right now, it doesn't appear they're in much danger, she said. The fire would have to travel quite a bit. Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger declared a state of emergency for San Bernardino County on Saturday, clearing the way for state government assistance with costs related to the fire. The fire, which remained under investigation, burned several outbuildings at a campground. About 1,800 firefighters were aided by 12 fixed-wing aircraft, 27 hand crews, and 15 bulldozers. So, I mean, no surprise... For you citizens of San Bernardino County, you guys really like it hot over there. And I always joke to people when I meet down here that Stockton is kind of like the Northern California version of San Bernardino. I mean, it's kind of like a nothing town in between. Not to say it's a nothing town. San Bernardino is actually very important to this uh, community down here. In fact, the Inland Empire is just booming right now. And I love Baker's food, so shout out to that. But that's really nothing to do with what I'm talking about. In fact, San Bernardino County, a little need-to-know fact for you, is San Bernardino County is the largest county in the country, I believe. In the state, I am positive of that fact. And, uh, you know, my girlfriends from there spend a lot of time in San, San Bernardino. The funny thing about it is it's always hot. But the thing that really sparks the fires is it's so dry, and the arid, dry climate just really gets into the brushes and can, you know, it's just a high fire hazard all the time. So those people in San Bernardino, especially up in the mountains and the hills, always watching their backs for potential fire hazards and fire situations. And it's something I hope, you know, um, you're always conscious of. You know, you're supposed to keep a secure horizon around your house, a certain area of uh, grass that you're supposed to be burning to make sure, you know, it doesn't spread to any more homes. So all the best to the firefighters there. And, you know, to all the firefighters around the country, really working hard in and out of every day to keep us safe. We're going to move now to college news. Cal State Fullerton celebrating its 50th anniversary. That's right, the golden anniversary for Cal State. Here's a write-up that was in the OC Register yesterday. It says, great growth marks CSUF's anniversary. Cal State Fullerton celebrates 50 years of education and looks forward to greater challenges. This article is by Marla Joe Fisher of the Orange County Register. It's a historic weekend for Cal State Fullerton, which has begun kicking off its 50th anniversary year with an alumni homecoming and a look back at the phenomenal growth of a campus that started in borrowed classrooms with 452 students. A little post here is that I'm going to be playing clips next week. Make sure you tune in. Besides Mondays, 5.30 to 6, this is when you will hear Titan News. I have created 50 clips, one for each year of Titan's history, Fullerton's history, and all with unique trivia clips from around the world. 
as well as developments around campus. I'm going to be bringing those in next week, play a few for you each and every week here for a while so that you can enjoy them. Also used them out in the quad the other day. As the campus remembers the past, President Milton Gordon peered forward, predicting that the next 50 years will bring more growth, a younger student body, more dormitories, branch campuses, and more degrees to offer. So President Gordon obviously has some big plans. And that's a good thing to have, I think. When you have someone in charge of the program who's still a visionary, you're not just sitting back looking at what we've done so far, but constantly looking forward, constantly thinking of things to better, things to change. Said Gordon on the issue, one of the challenges we are facing is that at some point we might have to restrict our applicants, Gordon said. I am very reluctant to reduce the number of students we can accept who want to come here and who are qualified like myself, (laughs) but I don't know how long we'll be able to go on this way. And it's very true for those of you that don't know, Cal State Fullerton is the second largest school in the state by population and the 30th in the country. And it's just a humongous student body. One of the things I was uh, surprised to find here once I came, Dominican University, the school which I am from and will try not to mention too often, is approximately 2,000 students. And I jumped from that to a school of 36,000. That's an 18 times fold increase. Yeah, there's some differences. I'd say some things are different. Uh, You know, there's pluses and minuses. But one thing that is undoubtable is the programs, the opportunities here at Cal State Fullerton are really our second to none. To be down in Southern California, L.A. County, so close by, and so many opportunities, Santa Monica, Los Angeles, San Diego, so many great markets, so much opportunity here in Southern California. And I am proud to be here. Continuing on from the article in the register, the university, which last year was ranked the second largest public university in California with 36,000 students, second only to UCLA, has already taken some measures to keep enrollment in check. Within its core area, including all of Orange County, Fullerton continues to accept all B-average freshmen who apply within the fall application period, typically lasting one or two months. However, outside that area, would-be students must have higher GPAs and other qualifications. And if I can inject a little anecdote from my own experiences here, it took me nine months to figure out if I would be accepted here. I mean, my fingers were crossed. I had applications in at Riverside and San Bernardino, but didn't really want to go there. This was my first choice. And I'm sitting back at home thinking, guys, uh, anytime you want to let me know here, I'm just uh, chilling in Stockton. Make sure you send something my way and (laughs) I'll be out there as soon as you let me know. What really held me up is I needed some core requirements, so I took nine units of summer school, almost a whole semester, and uh, when I found out I got in, I was just elated, but they were waiting for all those final transcripts to come in, and it was really up in the air whether I would be on the air right now here at TitanRadio.org, but I'm glad to be here, glad to be talking to you. Continuing on, Gordon predicted that his university would add more branch campuses in the coming years, possibly including one at the former Tustin Marine Air Station. Campus officials are already seeking land there, he said. Land is expensive. That's always the challenge for us, Gordon said. As the campus grows its enrollment, it also is becoming younger, with more first-time freshmen enrolling directly out of high school. Gordon said when he arrived, the average student age was 27, and now it's 22. So it shows you what kind of the direction that the campus is headed. I think it really goes to show you where this university is headed and where it has been. In the early years, the Orange County State College, as it was known, was only open to upper division students transferring from junior colleges. Former student Jack Hale, now 66, helped found a fraternity when he arrived in 1961 as a transfer student. Like others, he took classes in former Air Force barracks. I mean, starting out, I mean, this campus was loaned. A lot of the buildings were, 
you know, put up with less than, you know, standard measures. But this university has grown under the vision of a handful of presidents and has really blossomed into one of the premier CSUs in the entire system. And I'm proud to be a part of this Cal State Fullerton community in such an exciting time when we're celebrating 50 years. I think that's just awesome, just terrific. And I'm really looking forward to getting involved. And remember, next week we're going to have a lot of clips, audio clips from not only the 50 years, one clip for each year, but also some man-on-the-street action that John Lamb and I did Saturday out in the quad during the celebrations, talking to all the fraternities, sororities, and all the clubs. Got some absolutely fantastic audio there. So make sure you tune in next Monday also at 5.30. I'm going to take a short break. We're going to come up with some offbeat news and just some general chatter here on TitanRadio.org. T-I-R Fullerton. We'll be right back. And I am back as you hear the music fade down in the background. TitanRadio.org. T-I-R Fullerton. With the main news of the day covered, I'm going to move right on to the offbeat stuff, the stuff I like to cover with our time remaining. I'd like to apologize for all of you who tuned in directly at 5 o'clock today as I have a class conflict. So I will be doing this show, Titan News, from 5.30 to 6 p.m. every Monday night right here on Titan Radio. Make sure you change your schedules to 5.30 to 6 to be with me, Danny Hogger, here at Titan Radio. Offbeat news now. The Russian government, have you heard about this? Wants more Russian babies. That's right, they're having a bit of a problem with their population maintenance. In an effort to raise the slumping population numbers, officials are offering couples refrigerators, dishwashers, and even cars if their babies are born June 12th, which is Russia Day, for all of you who didn't know. To have a shot at winning the prizes, the government allows couples to take September 12th, nine months prior to Russia Day, as a day off from work so they can stay home and do... Well, what men, do, what men and women usually do to conceive. Sounds like a deal, right? Make love, have baby, get car. Sounds like a sweet deal. Well, unless the Russians are taking a page out of Hitler's Aryan race book, why don't they reward couples for adopting foreign children who really need a home? And really, they wouldn't have to go very far, some say. Oh boy, I wonder if planned C-sections for June 12th count too. What failures the parents will be if it's born on the 11th or the 13th? Could you imagine... Hey, uh, Vladimir, uh, you're a little late with that baby there. You see me in this fridge? Me and the wife did it the right way, huh? Right day, right timing. Yeah, we got the mini fridge. Yeah, we had a choice. The 12-inch TV, the toaster with the fork stuck in it still. Nah, we went with the fridge. And that's made all the difference. Oh, boy. That's some crazy news. Seeing that I am on the radio right now, I take a great deal of responsibility in both in my work and in my free time. You know, being a as much of a model citizen as I can, being good to people. Basically, I truly believe in the golden rule that if you're good to people, you know, if everyone's good to everyone, then it's just a better world. It's just a nicer world. Well, I'm also one for not saying things and then going out and doing something different. And what do I mean? Well, a student president was charged with a DUI after calling some of the media irresponsible. The government president was charged with drunken driving just weeks before saying, just weeks after saying rather, that the media has unfairly portrayed college students as irresponsible. This guy's name's Christopher Bevan, a 21-year-old. He was pulled over last weekend after a campus police officer said he was driving more than 50 miles an hour in a 15-mile-an-hour zone. Whoops. A breath test showed Bevan's blood alcohol level was 0.147%. The legal limit, of course, is 0.08. He almost doubled it. 
Bevan recently wrote a letter to the Press Enterprise of Bloomsburg. This is in Illinois. About, milid, about media coverage of the Central Pennsylvania College's annual block party, an event critics have described as rowdy and alcohol-fueled. The stories have painted BU students with a, bl- with a broad and negative brush and are both inaccurate and extremely unfair to thousands of responsible, mature Bloomsburg students who are in an asset to the school and to this community. So this guy, Bevan, you know, the, the president of the student body is going out, oh, you guys treat us so unfairly. We're not partiers. We're not drinkers. This isn't what we're about. Dude goes out and gets a DUI on the weekend. Oh, whoops. Uh, didn't know you were writing a letter there, huh? Didn't get that one on tape. Look, all I'm saying here, first of all, you know, if, if he's out drinking, he should be responsible enough to have someone else um, driving. And also, you know, just to make the mistake to get behind the wheel, speed to such an, you know, extraordinary race. And, you know, it could have even been more than 50, who knows. But to go out and just be a blowhard and tell everyone to live this great life, it's nothing if you can't do it yourself. So, you know, I, I never expect perfection from anyone. If I always think if you're a good life, you live a good life, you just do the best you can out there, things will work out for you. You know, if you're going to work hard, that's really what the American dream is. A lot of people talk about it saying, you know, some sort of entitlement. And that's where the error comes along, is thinking that everything should be given to you. It, it's something that you have to work for. Any success in your life, it's going to require a road of hard work and a positive attitude. And in, in my opinion, it's all about life. It's about attitude and gratitude. I'm going to be back with more local news in just a moment. Back to the great music we have here on TitanRadio.org. This is Titan News. T-I-R Fullerton. And we're back. Titan News time. 5.47 p.m. It is Monday, September the 17th, I believe. 2007. That's correct. Here's a couple regional stories we're working on for you here in the Titan Newsroom. H&R Block said Tuesday it plans to cut 575 jobs, equaling more than 20% of its staff at its Irvine-based unit, Option 1 Mortgage Corporation. The cuts include 85 positions in Orange County, a spokesman said. Employees were notified last month when the company first said layoffs were coming. And that's a sad story, and it's uh, more happening more and more, these layoffs that are happening in this, uh, I suppose, slight recession that's happened in the last couple of years. But also in just the fact that we found a way to really streamline things and uh, the efficiency with m- machines and mechanics. But I hope everyone out there has their resumes, resumes ready just in case. And, um, you know, blessings go out to all them. Hopefully they can find something else very quickly. And hopefully it's an improvement, you know. Hopefully everything happens for a reason. This next story comes out of Westminster. City officials said today they are continuing a criminal investigation into a September 4th pit bull attack that injured a postal carrier, as well as exploring civil action against the dog's owner. The victim of last week's attack, 16-year-old postal veteran David Carroll, was bitten multiple times on the face and arms as he delivered mail on Bannock Road. I have a little editorial segment on this, is that a lot of times in San Francisco, I was up in San Rafael, how many times did we hear pit bulls are deadly? Pit bulls are another breed of dog. They're just not the same. They have a mechanism in their brain that once they bite, they do not let go. And while that may be, I think the largest um, issue here is the owners, okay? If you raise a dog from puppy up until doghood, and you raise it right, the the real hatred, the dogs that are doing these attacks, you know, you, this is a common thing you hear from a street dog or something, it's because they weren't raised with love. They were raised to be aggressive. They were, their food was taken away. You know, These dogs weren't treated well, possibly because the owner wasn't treated well. It's a cycle of things. But it's not the dog's fault. It's not 
Pitbull's fault that they're attacking people for the most part. If you raise the dog the right way, sure, if you're whipping it, it's going to be pretty pissed off. It's going to go after people. It's just like raising a child. It's just like raising a child. If you raise a child the right way, you teach him good mannerisms, you teach him how to act in public, and you teach him how to be a good person, your odds are a lot better. Now, sure, there are certain environmental factors that maybe aren't in control, and everyone makes their own decisions, and everyone makes their own path in life. But the best you can do is give everyone a solid start and a solid foundation, and that's just my point on that. Moving on to Fullerton now, a little health news. A mosquito pool in Ted Craig Park has tested positive for the West Nile virus, according to the Orange County Vector Control District. This is another story that's very reminiscent of what's happening in Northern California. We'll get to that in a second. Three additional pools in Santa Ana, Seal Beach, and Yorba Linda also tested positive. Traps have been placed in the park east of State College Boulevard and south of Imperial Highway, District Spokesman Michael Hurst said, not too far away from our campus. It's just another reminder for people to remove standing water, tighten window screens, and use mosquito repellents, Hurst said. The second thing I have to say about that is this also reflects a lot from Northern California. Up in Standing Water, we have a lot of problems up in San Joaquin County, especially up near the Stockton Delta and in the San Joaquin Delta that people don't always turn around their pools of water and this often can cause a problem. We're going to come back in just a minute and talk about the earthquakes that are going on in Indonesia. So we'll be back in just a second on TitanRadio.org Station here in the basement of Pollock Library. Hope you're doing well out there wherever you are. The next story we have is a bit of international news. The second powerful earthquake in two days shook western Indonesia on Thursday, collapsing buildings in a coastal city and triggering tsunami alerts around the region. I'm sure that's something no one wants to hear in any language. The latest quake was also felt in Malaysia and in Singapore, where tall buildings were visibly swayed. The latest quake, according to geologists with the U.S. Geological Survey in Colorado, said the magnitude 7.8 quake did not appear to be an aftershock of Wednesday's 8.4 magnitude quake. And I hope, you know, that everything's going well over there. We're going to have an increasing knowledge of things that are going on in the world as far as geologic, <laughs> geologically, as far as naturally. And we're going to talk a lot of environment also here on Titan News, so make sure you stay tuned for that. We're going to move on now to sports. Uh, another thing about me, sports director formerly for radio.dominican.edu called all the basketball and volleyball live, so I can do that for you. We're going to have some sports. Um, Apologize if this is a day old now, but it still might be new to you, so we'll go through it just quickly. As if Vlad Guerrero's return to the Angels would be a drawn-out process, that doubt was quickly cast aside when Vladdy pounded two home runs in Tuesday's game, helping the Halos win 10-5 over the Orioles. A victory over the San Diego Padres would have counted as two in the eyes of the Dodgers. Not only did they desperately need to gain ground in the postseason race, they needed to send a message to leading Cy Young Award candidate Jake Peavy that he does not completely own them. Anytime we can beat him, it's a big lift, manager Grady Little said before the game. The only thing lifted Tuesday were the balls over the outfield walls by the Padres in a 9-4 victory at Dodger Stadium. Taking a look at your weather now, Monday, today was a high of 75 degrees, low of 59, and the rest of the week should stay around 73, hovering around what should be very comfortable Southern California weather. Don't have any traffic for you at the moment. Roads are clear in most of Orange County, but it is rush hour, so keep your eyes peeled on those 5791, especially around the Orange Crush. Here is your kicker for the moment. Thieves aren't usually very bright, right? Well, this one, Forrest Kelly Brissonette age 27, decided to write the note he gave the bank teller on one of his own checks. Yeah, he scratched off his name, but come on, dude. 
doesn't take a CSI unit to solve the crime when you write your note threatening the bank teller on one of your own personal checks. Isn't that like on the list of what you shouldn't do as a criminal? Isn't that like day one they teach you at criminal school? Well, I don't know about that, but I do know that we'll be back in a moment. Titan News Times 555, titanradio.org. When all is quiet, I call your name. And we are back right here at TitanRadio.org. T-I-R Fullerton. It is 5.56, your official Titan News time. Public service announcement for all DJs beginning shows in this fall 2007 semester. At Ollie's request, our tech director, I have placed a sign-up board in the station. If you have not already signed up at this time to come in and produce your audio show promo, please come to the station and write your name next to a time on the sign-up board. It's right in the front lobby. You may also want to sign up to record with our GM, Aaron, Grant, or myself, Danny Hogger, here with Titan Radio News. This has been the first episode of Titan Radio. Again, I apologize for everyone who tuned in at 5 o'clock. This show will run every Monday night from 5.30 up until 6 o'clock. It is currently almost 5.57 in studio. Tell you it's been a great transition here, and this moment right now for me in my life has been about 10 months in the making. From the moment I knew that I had to leave Dominican and had to make another choice in schools, I wanted a big communications program. I wanted a big radio program, somewhere where I could really network, somewhere where I can make connections, make things happen, and really work hard and commit myself to something. And here I sit in Titan Internet Radio's luxurious studios, air-conditioned, running, feeling good. And I want to thank everyone who made this possible. Thank my parents, thank my girlfriend standing by my side, and thank everyone here at the staff at Titan Radio for bringing me in and making me feel like family. It's been great. And over these next two years, I'm going to have a big part to play, hopefully. Everyone willing, I'm going to put in a lot of work and do the best we can to make this station the best it can be for you, the listener, and for the school, Cal State Fullerton. With that, thank you so much for joining us today. Stay tuned for the fabulous music and other program we have. We're going to have a lot of fantastic shows this fall. Got a lot of great DJs and big-time programs coming to you. Monday night, for the most part, we'll be talk, and we'll kick it off at 5.30. Each and every 5.30 Monday night, we're going to have some great music some all the time, of course. And I'm going to come with you with news. College, local, regional, national. And whatever else sparks my interest, we're going to talk environment, we're going to talk campus, we're going to talk Orange County, L.A. County. It's like, uh, hope everything's good for you. And this is Danny Hogger signing off, episode one, season one of Titan News. Welcome to the new semester, fall 2007, here at TitanRadio.org. It's been a pleasure, and I'll be with you next Monday night with clips from Saturday's 50th celebration got a whole bunch of audio and programming for you it's going to be hilarious you're going to have a great time and of course more news and everything you need to know at titan radio titanradio.org this is danny hogger signing off have a great monday night everybody